Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Friday, March 10th, 2023. Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Sean Tierney, and let's go ahead and start the show off by taking a look at what's new in industrial automation. And first up, this kind of surprised me when I saw it this morning, but this is a press release from PNF about being named Rockwell Automation's Ecosystem Award winner for 2023. Now, I always kind of looked at the two as competitors, especially in the photo eye space, but I guess in some areas they also work together. So congratulations to PNF. I have reached out to uh, RC to try to get them back on our automation uh, product and technology show. So we're hopefully setting that up soon. So we should have PNF back on the show. Uh, with that, I want to go over to uh, new products. And today, Profi News has um, four new products for March. These are products that came over that came out over the last 30 days. And um, we'll just go to each one of these individually. Uh, the first one is from Gavazi, and it is all metal inductor procs that support IO Link. So uh, very cool there. The next is from Bomber, and it is a new programmable incremental encoder that also supports IO Link. From there, we go over to Trafog, and they have two new IO Link pressure transmitters, which I thought were really interesting. And then from there, we go over the Turk. Now, I did not see this on their US website. This is actually over on the English version of their German website. But in any case, this is a combined vibration and temperature sensor with IO-Link. So perfect for those condition monitoring type applications. So next up in new products, we have a brand new release of CodeSys version 3.5 SP19. And they did a lot in this release. And there's a very long list here. Um, I actually went to the detailed release notes and uh, reading through here, a lot of uh, enhancements, a lot of hardening. But the one thing that uh, kind of stayed in my mind here was they uh, put in a fix for the, uh, I think it's the 2038 issue here. So the year 2038, that's when uh, the 32-bit uh, time number is going to eclipse. You know, there'll be over 2 billion seconds and it'll run out and roll over. And so this is something all software developers have to start working on because if you're using time underscore T, that's a function typically used in C++, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to, the time's going to roll over to a negative number here in the year 2038. So typically what you'll do is you'll use a 64-bit time number or you'll uh, just, if you can't, you'll just uh, tell your uh, system to uh, look at negative values in second six since uh, 1970. You'll Look at those as positive, right? So in any case, pretty easy program to do. But uh, that kind of stood out to me. I don't know. Uh, I've been hearing more and more about this. So, um, But it's a fairly easy fix. With that, let's go over to Profi News. They had a great article here about digital transformation. And um, it, it really is not ProfiNet specific until the very end. But I thought they did a good job. You know, a lot of these Industry 4.0 articles are very flowery. But this one was, was really uh, very interesting and talked about the reality on the ground of, you know, taking all those devices that have microprocessors in them and making use of them, you know, networking them and bringing that data back and storing those settings and whatnot. So in any case, I thought it was an excellent article. And I really like the, you get on the left-hand side, this is what some would call the Purdue model, where you have at the bottom, you have all your field devices, your I.O., and then you have next up, you have the PLCs and then MES, then ERP, and then you know, and on and on. But over on the right side, they're kind of showing the network-centric or Ethernet-centric kind of layout for uh, Industry 4.0, and it's kind of just a bunch of dots all over the place. 
So um, I thought that was interesting too. From there, we'll go over to a new article from the folks at ProSoft. We do have them coming on the show to talk about their DHRIO to Ethernet bridge, but this is actually about their DeviceNet bridge. Now, as I was researching this, I found that the uh, the device is actually their DeviceNet router Series B. And as I researched uh, deeper, I found that this is a product they're actually marketing for Arperion. So a lot of people do that. They'll go, they'll have, they'll make a product, but they'll take on a, a distributor or a reseller to uh, market it globally because you know they just you know ProSoft has a bigger reach than uh, than they do. So in any case, um, there's a lot of new things here. I found the best place was to go to Home page here, and then you can see everything that's in this uh, Series B release, and it's a pretty impressive list of new features. But uh, let's go back to the ProSoft page because they have some great graphics here. So what this bridge does, it allows you to do the classic things like take a controller on Ethernet, like a Control Logix, or a PanelV Plus 6 or 7, and bridge through this bridge to get to the actual devices, like DeviceNet sensors on DeviceNet. It can also take, like let's say you had a, a Modbus device that's communicating, like a Modbus uh a PLC communicating Modbus RTU, either 485 or 232. It could also use this bridge to get to uh, the device net sensors and other uh, devices. And they even support with this one bridge, they even support uh, Modbus TCP to get to device net. Now I thought that was cool, but they also support the reverse of that. So here we have a PLC that's uh, a device net scanner. And through the bridge, they're talking to a VFD and an, uh, an overload uh on Ethernet IP. And then over here, we do the same thing with uh, with a Modbus RTU device. We're coming from DeviceNet through the bridge and we're controlling a Modbus RTU device on RS45 or 232, or uh, we're coming from a controller on DeviceNet through the bridge to a Modbus TCP device. So um, the flexibility of this bridge to go either way, I think, you know, and support not just Ethernet IP, but Modbus TCP and Modbus RTU. That's pretty cool device. So um, I would love to get somebody from uh, either either company on the show to talk just about this device because it seems really cool. From there, I want to go over to the ISA. They have a new uh, article about a uh, proposed standard for robotic training systems. Now, most of you probably aren't too concerned about training systems, right? But I think there's a, a deeper message here where we're talking about trying to get all the different robotic manufacturers to support a standard. And this is part of that because this standard, um, they're calling it the WK84838, um, encourages vendors of robotics devices to come together in, in this standard so that all their products can interoperate with each other. So I think that's very interesting. It's kind of like the, you know, this may be a bad analogy, but I'm kind of thinking of it as like it's the 61131-3 of robotics, right? So just somebody else trying to attempt that, which I think is a positive, uh, positive move. From there, we go over to an article on Intera's website about how artificial intelligence will affect business. Now, I typically don't share these because a lot of these articles are like, you know, artificial intelligence. It's like we're all going to be wearing rose colored glasses. It's the best thing since sliced bread. You know, lions are laying down with lambs. You know, OT and IT are getting along. And, um, you know, it just, you know, that's that doesn't really address, you know, it's kind of like smart TVs, right? Smart TVs are not smart. <laughs> they can use apps, right? So it's a marketing slogan to basically tell you that the TV supports apps, right? And uh, in any case here, 
right? Like a smartphone, well, it's a little bit smarter, but still it's just a device that takes apps, right? And has an operating system. So, um, but in this article, they really do a very good job of talking about what, what people are marketing as AI, how it will actually affect this next generation of products that are using the fastest CPUs, that are using the more and uh, less expensive sensors and um, higher speed networking, how that is going to affect the industry and all different types of industries. And I thought it was really interesting and it was really, uh, they did a really good job on this and it's a pretty in-depth article. And of course, they end the article saying this, which is our big part of this. Of course, they are a switch company. If you want to learn more about them, we did have them on the product and technology show and uh, you'll find that over at the uh, automation blog. From there, I want to go over to our Spotlight product today. Today, I'm spotlighting my bundle of PLC Basics and Micro 800 Nano Basics. Now, PLC Basics is my first course, right? And actually, this is the second edition. So I refilmed the thing, soup the nuts. And uh, it's designed for somebody who's never used a PLC before, right? Maybe they wired it up, but they've never programmed one. So I go through bits and bytes and words and, you know, uh, how Logic works and how the scan of the PLC works. And I use the Micrologix 1000 and uh, 1100 because Rocco makes that software free. Not 21 days, not 30 days, completely free forever, right? So you can grab the software. You can even grab the free emulator. You don't even have to buy a piece of hardware and teach yourself at home with this affordable course. And it comes in multiple versions, but uh, in this bundle, it's the extended edition. And then on the other side, I have my uh, Nano Basics Micro 800 course. And I bundle that with it because that really helps you now broaden your, your, your scope of knowledge because the Micro 800 really programs like uh, the uh, 611.31-3 standard, right? They actually call the containers POUs, which is right out of the standard, right? And so it's a, it's a great way to see PLC programming in a totally different light, plus the software's free, plus the emulator's free, plus you get two more languages. It's not just Lato logic. You're getting uh, function blocks and structured text. So very, very cool. Um, I do go into uh, function blocks. I really actually like the function blocks in Micro 800 now. I know Studio 5000, they updated that, so it looks different and it looks cool. But um, before they updated it, um, I have to say the function block editor in the Micro 800 was my favorite um, of all Alan Bradley function block editors, right? Going all the way back to frameworks, so anybody who knows what that is. But in any case, um, this bundle is on sale. And uh, if you're looking to pick up two of these courses, and I know there's some people out there who uh, do like, you know, $500,000 a year, you get everything we have for a subscription. But when you buy my courses, you get them for life, right? So they've been online for 10 years and you get them for life. There's no additional charge. You buy them once, you get them for life. And that, the great thing is you can go through the course as many times as you need to, because I know sometimes if you don't use it, um, you lose it, right? So you got to come back and get a refresher. Plus you may run into new things you want to ask me about. So you buy the course, you get it for life. You get also get to ask me questions for life too. That's my job every mo every day. Now I do it in the afternoons that now that I have the morning show, but every day, work day, I go up there and I answer student questions. And it's easy for me because first of all, all the questions from every student are listed right there. So a lot of times your questions already been answered in the Q&A, but uh, I've been doing this so long. I know most of the answers without having to read out, you know, rip open the book. So I, in any case, I love sharing my knowledge, my 33 years of experience with my students and, uh, the other thing too is these are both the extended editions. So if you do pick up this bundle, you're going to get the 2023 editions free of charge. So that's our featured product for today. And from there, I want to go over to the digital newsstand. Now this is a blog article from Software Toolbox. 
but I put it on the digital newsstand because it's like a mini newsletter that covers several different topics. So let's just go through this quickly. First up is their data hub. It's now released at version 10.002 and they go through everything that they've enhanced in it. Then they have their uh, decom hardening. You know, there's four days left on this, right? So I think of all the people I follow, I think Software Toolbox is doing the best job of documenting the effects that this change is going to have when DCOM is hardened on Windows PCs. So if you haven't looked at that and you're using old OPC Classic and you're using Windows 10 or a newer operating system, you definitely want to check out their articles on that. They got all kinds of information on that. Um, they also have information about the Tech Support Center and uh, they do some great stuff uh, and great articles about their products. And last but not least, they have a new version of their OPC data logger. So you can find out all about that right up there. And again, links to this article and everything we've talked about today is over at automate.news. That's just automate.news. There's no www, there's no .com. All right, from there we go over to our download of the day. Now, I don't share every new download or every new white paper that comes out, right? I'm really looking for things that make sense for our industry. And today, when I saw this on OnLogic's blog, I said, you know, is this really good? So what I did is I, I signed up to download this. I needed my name and uh, my email, and I got the email from them right away. There was no delay. And as I opened it up and read it, I think it was five, six, seven pages, and I read the whole thing, right? And uh, they did a very good job. Now, the first case they use in the document is like IoT, which I don't think is the best for industrial automation. But the other cases they use as examples of SCADA were really good and really applied to industrial automation. So in any case, if you have probably more for somebody new on your, you know, if you're already very familiar with SCADA and you know what it means and how, it, you know, different applications it's used in, then um, it, this would probably be great for somebody new on your staff who needs some reading and needs to get up to speed because I really think they did a great job. I actually talked to them this week. We're hoping to have them on the product and technology show in the coming weeks. So looking forward to that. From there, we go over to our pub crawl, and the first publication I found was on the new Scalance XP200, or I should say this is a new manual for the Scalance XP200. Now, if you're not familiar with that product, that is one of Siemens uh, switches, the Scalance line. We have a couple that they sent us behind us here. We use them in the, uh, in the studio here for communications. But this is the IP65, IP67 version of their switches. So this is a picture of what it looks like if you're watching, if you're not listening. But basically, it's something you mount to the side of the machine that's IP67, IP65 rated. So everything's, uh, you know, your quick disconnects. You know, either, I don't know if they're M12s or M8s. They kind of look like M12s to me. But in any case, um, that gives you an idea of what it is. From there, we go over to Schneider. Schneider had a couple of new manuals today. Actually, one new manual. It's a catalog for panel builders. And if we go down to the index here, we'll see what they include in this catalog. And it has a lot of stuff. Now, I don't know if many of you will be dealing with uh, medium voltage switch gears on a daily basis. But if we scroll down here, you'll see uh, power circuit breakers. You'll see power monitoring. You'll see motor control, right? So you'll see uh, control and signaling. So you'll see buttons and switches and uh, tower lights and so on. And you'll see relays and, uh, and uh, just all kinds of good stuff. So if you use Schneider or you're looking to see what they have, this would be a great catalog to grab. From there, there's two new manuals over on Emerson. We have the Bettis RTS Electric Actuator Manual, and we also have the Rosemont 6888C Oxygen Analyzer Manual. So those were updated. And now for our featured audio video file of the day, I'm featuring the tech tip number 11, automation tech tip number 11. This was one I did during yesterday's show. I cut it out and I diced it up, try to make it flow a little bit better and uh, put everything together. 
and uh, release that as its very own video. You can watch it here or anywhere where we post, post our videos. Um, you also get closed captions here if you uh, if you think I talk strange, which I know I do. But in any case, the, the automatic closed captions cleans it up pretty good. And um, hopefully uh, that will help people who don't watch the morning show but still have questions about Factory Talk View SC data logging and reporting. So from there, we go over to upcoming events now. This is uh, from Pofi News. They have two upcoming events. The first one is an in-person one. This is a no-cost I.O. Link user workshop. It's in Detroit. It's on March 30th, which is a Thursday, and it's from 8.30 to 4 p.m. So if you're in that area and you want to get some hands-on with I.O. Link, this would be a great opportunity to sign up for this free seminar. Uh, hands-on, too. So it's a user workshop, and um, you can check it out here. And uh, they also have another... Workshop coming up. This is an online workshop on Omlocks. So if you're not familiar with PI, we've had them on the show before. Um, they do uh, Profinet, Profibus, but they also do IOLink and Omlocks. And Omlocks is kind of newer, right? So I'm sure you've heard of all the real-time uh, tracking systems out there. We've actually had the folks from Siemens on talking about their system. Well, Omlocks is a standard for these location tracking systems. It's like there's dozens and dozens of vendors who have taken part and joined this standard. And um, this is an online webinar. Now, there's two times. If you're in Europe, you probably want to do the one that's a 10 CEST, Central European Standard Time, on April 5th. But if you're in the U.S., you'll probably prefer the one that's at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, or Eastern Daylight Time, because we have to spring forward this weekend. I am not a fan of springing forward and falling back. But in any case, we do spring forward this weekend. There's nothing we can do about it right now. Um, so in any case, uh, this is April 5th again, which is a Wednesday, and uh, the, the time slot too is 12 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it's totally free. So from events, I want to go over to our community corner, and like I do every day, I want to start by wishing you a happy birthday. If today's your birthday, lucky you, your birthday's on a Friday. So happy birthday. I hope you get to spend your evening with family and friends or your day with family and friends, and you have an awesome birthday now. If you're connected with me, and I connect with anybody from industrial automation, so feel free to send me an invite. LinkedIn site got a little bit better, so I'm not missing them as much anymore. But in any case, please feel free to send me your LinkedIn connection request if you're in industrial automation, and I'll connect with you. And if you are connected with me and you have your birthday in your profile, you show up on my connections birthday list. So I want to wish my connections who have a birthday today a very personal happy birthday, including Carmen, Brianna, Tim, Paris, Michael, James and Paul, I wish you all a very happy birthday. Not, a, not everybody has that birthday in their profile. That's cool. That's cool. Um, in any case, from there, I want to go over to automation.locos.com. This is the best place. If you have a question, like you see I'm covering all these products. If you have a question on it, like Sean, I know you're talking about Factory Talk View. I have a question on it. This is the best place to send it. If you send it via email, it's going to more than likely get lost. And I, I, really, I really offer support to my students at the automation school and to followers over here at automation.locals.com. So for the price of a, one cup of coffee a month, feel free to come up here, create your own posts, create your own replies, send me messages here, and become part of our community, which, uh, and, and if you want to, optionally support the show in our work here at Insights and Automation. From there, I just want to remind you, if you have a news tip or you think I missed something, or you just want to give us a suggestion for the show, please feel free to use the uh, news tip form here. And if you're a vendor or you're talking to your vendors, please encourage them to sponsor our show. We want to do so much. And uh, by having sponsors, we will be able to bring you even more industrial automation news and product how-tos and 
you know, automation product and technology shows. So we really look forward to getting more. We actually have our first sponsor for the morning show starting Monday morning. We got a box of giveaways to give out. And um, we're actually going to give a code out each day so that random people who don't watch the show don't get to get the gifts, right? So you'll have to know what, what the catchphrase is every day to get uh, to actually fill in the form. And you'll be able to fill in the form as many times as you want. And uh, we'll just pull uh, pull uh, the names out of a hat at the end of the month. But uh, we got all kinds of good giveaways to give away. I'm not going to spoil anything by telling you now, but tune back in Monday. And we're so appreciative of our first sponsor for sponsoring the show and help us keep it going. We're, Monday will be episode 50. So 50 weekdays in a row we've been able to have the show. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm on vacation next month or at uh, Manufacturing in America. I'm going to be at that, sem- at that uh, trade show. But I'm going to try to do something so we can keep this going. So in any case, uh, looking forward to that on Monday. But if you're talking to your vendor, maybe uh, maybe your vendor isn't aware that we do this show. Tell them about it and say, you should really sponsor it. It costs you a couple of pennies of out of your uh, large marketing budget. And you'll be helping the users get more news and product how-tos. Um, from there, we go over to automate.news. It's automate.news. There's no www. There's no .com. There's none of that. Just automate.news. And this is where, for 49 episodes, I've posted every single link we've covered, typically 10 or more per day. And they're all right here. This page is getting pretty long. And uh, you can see it goes all the way back to January 3rd. I actually, for the first show, I actually looked at a lot of stuff that happened in December. That's why it goes back to December. But um, we're looking forward to, once we get some sponsors, doing a calendar, doing a tag so you can search by vendor. And uh, just excited to uh, to uh, enhance this as time goes on. Now the links to the to the uh, to send us uh, feedback to sponsor us to our shop where you get cool coffee cups like this one um, to submit news are all up here. But if you click on this show button, right, that goes to automate show. I have that redirecting over to the automation blog and to the automation show posts there, right. And uh, every day after I've done editing the video and it starts rendering and then uploading. I uh, come over here and I do what I call a skinny post. And uh, this is really a summary of what I've covered in the show that day with links. So it also has the links, but I also include like a picture of what the product looks like that I talked about. Um, And at the bottom here, you'll find the video with automatic closed captioning as well as the audio. So if you don't have time to watch the show, and you want to listen to it, you'll find the audio here. You can even download it if you're old school and you want the MP3 file. And you'll find links to iTunes, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Deezer. We, we send it to every place we send the automation podcast to. So you can find all those links there as well. And with that, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy Friday to spend a few minutes with me to talk about what's new in industrial automation. And I just want to wish you a happy, safe, and healthy Friday and weekend. And until Monday, my friends, peace.